everyone and welcome to The Huddle. This is our second episode and we are super excited. I'm in studio ha! with Given Illustrative. Hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we're going to have a very interesting conversation. And today's topic is blurred lines. So um, I'm not sure about you, but in my experience of life, mm-hmm. just observing, I like to look. Okay. That's what I like okay. to do in life. I okay. just like to, to watch. All right. Not to say anything, just to watch. Okay. But now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I've noticed that in a lot of our Christian community, especially in the younger generation, mm-hmm. um, there's kind of like a bleeding in, you know, okay. if I could say, um, of christian community christian values Mm -hmm. but it's bleeding into like modern traditions i guess okay maybe you could call it progressive christianity maybe maybe do we want to call it progressive do we want to call it that i don't know (laughs) yeah but i've noticed that there are just certain things that we are adopting as christians that are inherently not christian they're not biblical yeah and it's because of how the world is mm-hmm. and it's convenient mm, mm. it's convenient to not have to be sold out it's convenient to like not have to stick out all the time and be have yeah. people notice you in that way you know yeah i love the way you you explained it i tried because that's exactly <laughs> it right if you if you stick to I'm going to say traditional Christianity. I don't think that's a thing. Uh, but if you stick to what Christianity actually is, you stick out. Exactly. Yeah, Even you stick out. In the Bible, we hear so many times about how God wants us to be peculiar. Um, he wants us to be set apart. He wants yeah. us to be consecrated. He wants us to be um, transformed by the renewal of the world. Exactly. You know, don't conform. Yeah. And I feel like our generation is very comfortable mm. in conforming or compromising our Christianity in certain ways yeah, just so that we don't cause problems. And I feel like this is something we need to talk about yeah. because it's coming to a place where it's so normalized, mm-hmm. it's no longer a problem in a lot of people's minds. minds. I, I absolutely agree with you. And funny enough, I was... This is the first time I hear that we're discussing this. So like, huh. <laughs> no, 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 not in a bad way. I genuinely don't mean it in a bad way. Um, it's actually a good thing because I was literally meditating on this even today. Oh, that's awesome. Um, exactly. Like I was meditating on the fact that there, I've realized there are, there are certain things that are difficult for you to want to be le- left out of. Mm-hmm. Like I'm talking even using like, you know what? I'm not judging anyone in saying this just, you know, but like, even in using cuss words. Listen, get out of my brain. You know what I mean? Exit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. <sighs> like dress codes. Like, and I think that's also, it's just, it's alarming to me. Because yeah. It's yeah. become so normal. Like, you, it's hard to tell these days whether the girl that you're looking and following on Instagram is a Christian or not. Yeah, I agree. And it's because... Even the Christian girls dress like the world. Mm, we mm, do posting mm. thirst traps like the world. Yeah. We are going to parties and getting drunk like, like the, world. the world. So what is the difference? What, when are we going to take a stand for what is 
required of us biblically yeah Yeah. because the whole point of the gospel is to sacrifice our flesh Mm, the whole mm. point of the gospel is for us to um die to ourselves every day so that we can live for christ it's uncomfortable that's true and i think the thing that's alarming for me is that i know everyone's been saying it's the last days since (laughs) <laughs> but that's not the point we okay been in the last <laughs> we've days. been in these last days okay true <laughs> but truly if these are the last days that have been spoken about for generations yeah i don't think a lot of us are going to be ready we're not going to be ready mean. for that I, I i know what you mean and i absolutely agree with you so you're actually taking me back to once i was listening to a minister who was actually reminiscing mm-hmm. on a minister who was reminiscing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right? Um, so he was talking about that there was a time where, um, you know how women used to wear these undergarments? Mm-hmm. And it was basically like covering your full body. Mm-hmm. Then you put your dress. That whole thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, and and I, do, I do agree that that probably was a time where people were just generally over... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Over conservative or mm-hmm. just, yeah. But like he made such a good point though. He was saying that if, if Christians of today wore, if, if back in those days, mm-hmm. if they found you wearing what Christians of today wear, mm-hmm. they'd put you in a mental institution. Oh. Yeah. And, and I think. <laughs> That's hectic. Right? Right? <laughs> that is hectic. Right? And, and I think an, another thing that, um, is is a bit alarming for me is I know this has been overused and I know that, you know, you probably it doesn't have the same effect anymore. So mm. the whole analogy of putting a frog in hot water. Yeah. And then right and in okay, you put a frog in, in hot water, water. If you don't know what I'm talking yes. about, you put a frog in cold water and then you slowly heat heat it up, the frog is not gonna jump out. It's just gonna become more and more accustomed. Mm-hmm. It's I live here. You know, it's the same water. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But if you take the same frog and just put it in hot boiling water, like just toss it in, then it's going to immediately jump out because it can tell the difference. The difference, yeah. I feel like that's what's happened to us. Definitely. And I... I so here's the thing, right? We're, we're talking about the dangers and how bad it is that we've become so we've conformed. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know I know Christians who easily just use cuss words and then they'll tell you, and I was like praying, you know, and I was like, <laughs> I throw a cuss word in there. Like, and it was like, amazing, I was in the spirit. <laughs> you know, and and at the same time, I, I don't want to be ignorant of the fact that if you put human beings in certain environments, it mm. almost becomes impossible. Yeah for us not to conform, mm-hmm. you know, because other things, it's like you lived in this environment so long, your mind didn't have a chance to distinguish between what is, mm-hmm. what is normal and what is, what should be weird to you. Mm-hmm. So like, I suppose my question is this, right? Um, what do we say about the, uh, what do we say about those Christians? So you get those who saw the transformation of mm-hmm. moving from this world to this one, We'll hear our parents saying, in my time, yeah. men used to open doors or et cetera, et cetera. Then you have our generation, which Who experiences the world. You understand? So many things are normal to me, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And my mom can't relate. Yeah. So what do we say about... Um, so there's the conversation of... Those those of us who conform willingly, mm-hmm. but I also do think that 
there are those of us who don't even realize that we're doing it. Yeah, that's actually a really yeah. good point. Yeah, and I think that goes back to us being disciplined. Yeah, um, and being aware that our environment is not conducive for the things of God. Yeah, yeah, it will never be, mm-hmm. and we need to be on. On top of it, we need mm. to be ahead of the game. Mm. Mm. And being ahead of the game means that we need to be disciplined. Mm. And it goes back to even the conversation that we had last time, which is to say we need to be um we need to be in charge of our faith. Yeah. We need to be proactive. We need yeah. to make sure that we are the ones going reading our Bibles, learning and studying the word, getting in prayer, mm-hmm. and understanding what God wants for us. Because it is inevitable. We can be products of our environment, but yes. God said that, I think it's Romans 12 too. Don't quote me. Okay. <laughs> Just Google it. It's there in the Bible. I promise you. You should know this. You should. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the Bible. Okay. <laughs> That's the point. Is that, so it says, be not conformed to the patterns of this world, yes. but be transformed by the renewal of, of your, your mind. mind. So how do you renew your mind? How are we going to be active in making sure that we are renewing our Our minds? minds. How? What are you doing about being renewed? And there's this like um, this quote Mm -hmm. by this man. And it's my favorite quote. And it will keep me in line until the day I die. Yeah. He says, casual Christians become casualties. Sure. And that is exactly how I see life. The more casual we take our faith and allowing the world to just do this and make us move according to what they think is cool and Mm -hmm. relevant at the time, Mm -hmm. you are going to find yourself so far away from God without realizing it. And that is the deception of the devil. Mm, mm. The point is not to make... He's not trying to turn Christians into Satanists. I get you. He just wants to push you far enough (laughs) off the edge just change mm, your path mm, by mm. one degree every single Funny day. Enough, that's that's actually how how um, rockets are shot into space. So if you're aiming for a target, they always you know they have like a room full of mathematicians. Mm-hmm. Like they do the calculations and they try to be very accurate. Yeah. But so <clears throat> I usually use this analogy to actually encourage people to understand that when you wherever you start your life and if it seems like you just keep missing the mark and you're not getting things right, you Mm. know, you're not landing the job you wanted to land, you must remember that even a room like NASA full of mathematicians launching a rocket into space, Mm. wanting to land it on the moon, Mm. if the rocket just by one little Mm. tiny percentile of a degree, it's already missed the mark completely. It's missed not the mark, the moon. The whole moon. It's missed the moon. You understand? So I usually use it to encourage people and I feel like right now it's appropriate Mm -hmm. to use it more as a caution. Yeah. Yeah, in a cautionary manner. So, um, so taking it back from what you were saying, it's 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 exactly what Satan tries to do with us. Where the rocket, he's trying to just a little, just a little, you know, tiny. If bit. I can get you, to, and then I know you're gonna miss the entire moon, the whole moon, guys. <laughs> exactly, the whole moon. Exactly. And I feel like, guys, I know it's okay. I've said this before, yeah, just now, but I've been watching a lot of end time things. Okay. It's a dystopian universe. We are in 
a young adults a dystopian yeah, <laughs> universe yeah. living times right now but um i feel like endurance right we that the end times are going to be hard if it's in our lifetime guys okay if it's going to be difficult okay being in the end times is going to be difficult because there will be a very clear separation between those who are for Christ and those who are not for Christ. There's not going to be a middle ground. Um, even the scripture that comes to mind is the one that says, you know, that um, God would prefer you to be either hot or cold. But if you're lukewarm, he's going to spit you out. This is our time Right now, we have the time and the opportunity to be afforded to learn how to be hot, to cultivate our discipline, to cultivate um, our endurance, you know. And I feel like in order for us to be stronger Christians, we have to do it by the day by day. Um, we have to be disciplined. We have to practice our endurance for the end times. Yeah. If yeah. that makes sense. Definitely does. Yeah, man. Yo, yeah, no, this is... It's one of those conversations that you have, you know, because I was actually asking myself the question mm -hmm. uh, not so long ago, like, how much have I conformed? Listen. How do you know that you've conformed this much? Mm. Because it's like, um, I don't know what can I use as an example, right? But like, there's something about living in a space that is already damaged, mm. um, that's already... I mean, the world we live in is messed up. Like, yeah. Let's not even, you know, uh, lie to ourselves. But I, I, I keep asking myself, like, there are things that I'm aware of, mm -hmm. like, you know, that I've learned in this world. And I think God, God one day God and I will talk in heaven, like, ah, man, <laughs> you know, I knew you were going to, you know. <laughs> like, it was inevitable. Like, you can't avoid conforming mm -hmm. um and i'm not talking about like you know in a in a i'm not trying to say that god expects me to conform to the sin of the world that's not at all mm. uh, what i'm trying to say it's much like if you grew up with siblings you you don't realize that you you begin to pick up their mannerisms yeah. like people just say wow you're starting to look like your brother you're like oh you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You just pick up their mannerisms and you don't even realize it. Yeah. So it, those are, are the, are, that's the, the psychology that makes me sit down at times and think to myself, the Christian that God com um, intended for me to be, mm. how far have I deviated from that? That's really, 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 yeah. really good. That yeah. is really good. Yeah. And I think yeah. also what contributes to just our general casualty with our Christianity, with, with our faith, mm -hmm. um, which is very interesting because I feel like in other religions, it's not like that. Yeah, I get you. I feel like people in other religions are serious about their religion. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Like the Muslim girl is not conforming her burqa I get for you. you. I get you. For your fashion yeah, over. Yeah, like, she doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't care. She's committed yeah. to her faith and this is what she's going to do. Yeah. But we're yeah. just like, <laughs> is it that serious yeah, you know what i mean yeah but i feel like also what contributes to our casualty mm -hmm. <clears throat> with our faith is also just seeing christian influencers or christian celebrities who s you look up to mm -hmm. i feel like um there's also kind of a casualty within christian leadership mm -hmm. um well not just generally christian okay. leadership but i'm saying the people that we the celebrity ones yeah i get you the big yeah. names mm. um and that 
is so concerning. But this is also like a whole other episode. I know what you mean. Of yeah. like, yeah, just how leaders need to be responsible with what mm. rhetoric they're portraying. Exactly. Really. Yeah. Because um, it conditions people. It does. Yeah. So I'm also thinking now, like in terms of at least concluding towards the good news on how you can, you might not be able to, um, you know, completely stop yourself from conforming to the ways of the world. Mm -hmm. But you do have ways in which you can create a world and a space that you exist in. Yeah. You're not, I mean, even the Bible itself says, don't ignore the world. Um, and and um, don't ignore the world in in such a way that you want to leave and go to a different planet. Don't go live in a monastery and yeah. say you want to keep yourself pure. And by that virtue alone, you already know that um, I'm not going to be hundred percent pure. You know. Yeah. And I, I, I use the word pure, but you know I what, get I what I mean. You mean. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the 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 thing, the good news about it is the fact that you can always. Um, you know, surround yourself mm. with a, a world. And what I mean by that is just studying your, your, your word regularly yeah. actually creates that world. It creates a compass, yeah. you know? Um, and not to mention the fact that you're walking around with the Holy Spirit everywhere you Listen, go. Yeah, you know what I mean? Him, yeah, yeah. Is this outfit fine? <laughs> am yeah. I going to go to this party today? Or yeah. am I going to see flames there? Mm, mm. Um, and I mean... Just to wrap it up, I think the best yeah. thing is um, the scripture that's coming to my mind is the one about being the salt and light. And that is really, really powerful if you think about it, because what God is saying is that we are supposed to be the influencers and not being in the position of being an influencee. You can't. Salt is the thing that flavors the pot. It flavors the food. It is the one that gives its flavor. It's not the food that flavors the salt. In the same way, when light is present, lightness does not come. Um, it, it's not influenced by darkness. No matter how much darkness is around, if you switch a light on, it is there. It is present. It is not influenced by the darkness, but stands out and influences the environment of darkness. And that is what we need to do as Christians, you know, we need to be the influencers. And the only way we can be the light and the salt is if we are ourselves transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit, by being in our word, by praying and spending time with God so that we can be the people that God wants us to be, which is set apart a holy nation, peculiar people who are going to change the world. So with all that being said, I hope you enjoyed this episode. 